1: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: You are listening to The City Vent, proudly sponsored by the Westview Motor Company. Supplying your new and used cars, find us at westviewmotorcompany.co.uk. Good evening and welcome to another episode of The City Vent. It's another one of the live ones. I think we're now on episode 33 or 34, one or the other. Uh, first guest we've got on tonight is uh, Corbin Rayner. How are you doing, mate? Good, thanks. So you've been causing a bit of bother, aren't you, on the timeline the last few days, pal, about uh, Mark Hughes uh, being a failure. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I believe so.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more this evening because it's something we need to speak about. Um, but thank you for joining us, mate. Pleasure. Um, next one we've got is Tom. How are you doing, mate? Hey there, you all right? Good, not so bad. So, Tom Message was saying, um, I can't believe you're doing this at the same time as um, Man City. <laughs> Arsenal, the biggest game of the season, but who cares about the Premier League? I don't. It's just a bit of fake money. Exactly, there you go. As he has a drink of his tea. Uh, Labib as well. Yeah, Good evening all. am. Uh, you right. Back from the shadows, everyone's delighted with Labib's return. Um, everyone loves your tones, your dulcet tones, Labib. It's, right. it's like magic.
4: Don't know why, but I'll take that.
2: Yeah. yes yeah, it's, it's all it's quite soothing to be fair. It is people love listening to you. I'm not joking. I get loads of inboxes yeah. then. Get him on permanently. But I said uh nice nah, to all for that. Um and also we've got um we've got Gilly as well that's joined us.
5: Evening. Uh, evening I bet people are happy to hear my voice rather than get, him <laughs> 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 no, get him off. Get him off
2: <laughs> Negative. No, definitely not. Um <laughs> Right, so we're going to just dive straight in. I did a bit of a quiz last week because the ones that last week were a bit new to this, but you guys have been on before. It's not your first rodeo. So um, if anybody's watching along on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, you can put comments on and I'll sort of have a look at them and read them throughout. Uh, you gents can see them as well. They should be right inside your screen if you want to pick me up any of them. Um, so the first thing that we need to speak about is the Swindon game because the last podcast we did, everyone were raving about how much we were going to dick them and it didn't quite go to plan. Um, First person I want to come to on that is Labib, because I know that you were there. Uh, What are your thoughts on that one, mate?
4: Um, I I, I always thought it was going to be a different proposition to Rochdale. Um, Rochdale, in putting it into context, they're the worst team in the Football League, right? 92nd, um, 20 miles down the road, so we were always going to take a big following, which we did, and, you know, um, got a good result. Swindon mid-table, we didn't beat them at home for a whole piece of host of other reasons, and I always thought it was going to be um, a much more difficult game. First half, we were guilty of just lacking a bit of composure, I thought, in front of goal. The best chance I can think of felt the Smallwood, um, sort of round about the penalty area, we just blazed it over the bar, a bit of composure, should, it, should it have slotted that in, I think. Andy Cook that, or was that it? Small wood in front of goal. I think the ball just fell down to him, and he just absolutely blazed it. Um, so a bit of composure. There were a couple of half chances, but I thought, you know, we, we should be able to put something like that away, second half. But second half, I thought we were really poor. Um, I didn't think we built anything. We weren't particularly constructive. Passing went to pieces. Swindon got a better foothold in the game, and the longer it went on, the more fearful we were of, you know, them nicking it which they did, What well, 82 minutes, shortest guy on the pitch, pops up with a free header, and, uh, and we lost it. Um, so long drive down, not a good drive home after that. So, yeah, really, really despondent after that, I think. Um, difficult to say if we actually deserved anything out of the game, certainly not in the second half performance, I thought. I don't.
2: Um, I, I don't think we did enough, Lebe. Um, it's, it's fair enough to say that I, I put a tweet out because I are absolutely furious with um, Darren Drysdale once again. Um, absolute pantomime villain. I mean, some people are saying he didn't. He didn't have a particularly bad game. Some saying he did. The particular the thing that sort of irks me was the Osadziejew one, which to me was would have, would have a foul, in my personal opinion. And then when Osadziejew were straight to him, he guarded him. I'm like, "Fucking hello, absolutely human." And then shortly after that, there were a break in play. And I guess our fans were probably winding him up a bit and saying stuff, but as a professional in the game, to turn, to walk over towards where we are, pretty much, to turn it and smile at us for probably a good 30 seconds, it fucking well unacceptable. It wound me up. I don't know how you felt about that. You were as well, weren't you, mate? I, I,
4: if, I, if I remember, it was relatively late in the game. When I, I think one of their lads was down injured and he was stood next to their keeper. chatting like on the edge of their box relatively close to our lot and i think he just turned around and smiled or grinned or something like that um yeah it it shouldn't have risen to it but at the same time and again i can't remember who it was who who put the tweet out but we can't just sit around and blame referees you know we've got to go out and win the game we can't keep using excuses like that that drysdale's got it in for us and you know this that and the other at the end of the day, we weren't good enough to win the game. And as I said earlier, Stevenage turned up there last night and walked away with three points. Uh, and we couldn't even get, get a point out of that game. So really, really poor performance in the second half and obviously a really poor result.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, anybody else there? Corbin, Tom or Giller? Were you up there to win the game?
4: Uh, I think uh... uh,
2: But while you're talking about? Carry on, Anguilla, thoughts on that? Uh... Did you watch it?
5: Uh, yeah, I watched it, and I, I've slagged our midfielder for all, all year, but I thought they were brilliant that first half. We totally dictated um, the play. Um, obviously, confidence was up. It looked like we were trying to walk it, in, walk it in at times. When obviously it's not the it's not kind of what we need at the minute. But I, I thought we were brilliant first half, but we just totally fell apart That's, um, that that second half. Uh, I think I think Lewis might have said it in his post-match interview where they they lost the way a bit and started missing out the midfield and just started booting it into um, hit and hope areas, which which they did, didn't they? And I, I wouldn't say Swindon were good enough to feel like that that goal was coming, but they were just knocking it back to them and they they kept kept moving forward and it didn't it didn't surprise it didn't surprise me that uh, that they got the one, but. We didn't deserve any more than a point
2: uh, for we, we didn't make it hard for him, did we, at home? It, was just, it just looked like a walk-in park almost, especially the second half. It, were like, it looked like we were never going to get back into it, like we sort of accepted the result in a way. Um, yeah. And it was so frustrating because we'd seen a bit of upturn in form, I personally think, um, and a bit of fight and, and desire, and it just sort of like, well, where's that gone? It disappeared. Um disappeared. So, yeah, it was a bit of a frustrating
3: one.
2: Um Corbin asked you the same question, mate. What were your thoughts on, on Swindon?
3: Tried to put it behind me. Um, <laughs> we, we, first half, I'd go along with that. We, we were good. And second half, we lost our way and we were forcing it. We lacked composure. Um, and we, it did look like we lost our character a bit. And we sort of took that into Gillingham. Um, but we didn't reserve anything out of it. I, I thought Swindon. You know, they defended well, like everyone does, sit sitting deep, make it hard for us. And then they took the chance going forward because we couldn't stick with a runner in the box. And uh, we failed to stop the cross from coming in again.
2: I think, yeah, you're right. And uh, do you know what? For me, I was just totally dejected. I had built up to that game. I thought, we're going to go on a run. We're going to be unbeaten until end of the season. Um, I genuinely couldn't see anybody beating us before Swindon. I thought, we're going to cruise here we looked good we looked solid um, across the park defensively Stubbs obviously at the back superb um, I mean how did you feel after that one Tom this wind in particular we'll move on to Gillingham in a minute but how did you feel about it mate
6: yeah de- dejected um, first half I thought we were quite decent um, <clears throat> but just wastefully in front of goal uh, classic city second half we were just off the ball and you could see them getting a late goal from a mile off and it's a frustrating goal to concede as well because I think they're Williams who scored it. Am I right in thinking he's not the tallest guy in the world? Yeah, LeBan said it. Shortest man on the pitch. Literally. Yeah, Anyone challenges him for that header and he's not getting it. And he's just been given a free header yeah. in the box. And it's just unforgivable that. But... Yeah. yeah, once again, if if we could have put it to bed in the first half and that wouldn't have even mattered. But Easier said than done with City, and you know? I mean, how many times have I said this this season where we've been wasteful of missed absolute sitters?
2: Yeah, and then another sort of point I wanted to bring up from um, Swindon was the Chapman injury. Now, obviously, that was that one quite early. wasn't it from memory. Um, it wasn't yeah, that okay. late into the game when it happened, and they were all cheering and carrying on when he did, when he did go off, and thought he was sort of you know. Um, taking piss a little bit with, you know, staying down, but he would genuinely injured and he's out for the season. Is that going to be a big miss?
4: Yeah. I, th- I think my my own view, uh, to, uh, to just backtrack a little bit, against Rochdale, Nevers came on for about the last 20 minutes, didn't he? And I thought he was really, really good. Agreed. Uh, took the ball, created stuff, drew fouls. In fact, I think he drew the foul where Smallwood scored our second goal. He did. Um so it looked really sharp. So on, on the Swindon game on Tuesday night, when he came on in place of Chapman, I thought, well, if he plays as well as he did against Rochdale, you know, we'll be all right. But I thought he was really poor. Um, I th- you know, touch wasn't good. It, you know, I, for me, as somebody who's playing as a wide midfielder, stroke winger, you'd want to see them take a player on, take a defender on, you know, show a bit of pace, show a bit of trickery, a bit of footwork and get past your man. And he didn't do any of that. So, and Chapman does that, right? People talk about his end products not being brilliant and his kind of number of goals he scored not being brilliant. But he, he, he can be an exciting player to watch where he can take players on and kind of beat them. And, okay, his final pass might be a bit of a letdown, but he can do something like that and he, and he can kind of inject that bit of excitement. So, personally, I think it, it will be a bit of a miss. Yeah. Um, The other point I would make is the Gillingham game when Osadibi came on I thought he looked quite good Um, but it's about players carrying over their form into the next game and that's something I don't think we've been particularly good at the one exception perhaps being Andy Cook whereas you can consistently perform at that level week in, week out and I think perhaps that's one thing that's let us down so I think it will be a bit of a miss. Who, who's going to step in and be a consistently good performer over these critical next three games?
2: Well, who who would you bring in? I mean, obviously you've got Nevers in behind. We've got Pereira. You've got Costello, Derbyshire as well. potentially, if you switch up the formation. But but who would who would you bring in for Chapman at this particular stage, gents?
4: If if it was me, based upon um, Saturday's game, I'd, I'd give Osadibi a go interested.
2: and and why not? You know, he's to say he's come back as well. He, he seems one that's hungry to to do it as well. Do you know what I mean? And obviously at the home game, he were, he were well up for it, wasn't he? And it, it's not he had not really had enough time on the pitch for me to to show what he's about for us. And I feel like he has got that sort of cutting edge to his play and that little bit of trickery about him. Do you know what I mean? And he wants to take his man on. But do you think with Osadebe, he might be a little bit not not into stuff as much and not sort of. Tinning out of tackles and not quite 100 percent after breaking his leg. Do you think that'll have affected him a little bit in his play, or do you not think it'll be a problem?
4: I've, I think there's there's always that at the back of my mind, you know, because it, it was um, a horrific injury, wasn't it? Um, so you always think if there is a 50 50, is he going to give it 100? percent um, So there is that slight doubt there, um, but it I've not I've not seen any evidence of him doing that. Um, I can't recall any 50-50 challenges off the top of my head. But as I said, on uh, when he came on on Saturday against Gillingham, you know, I thought he looked a bit of a threat. Um, again, looked to set the players on and looked to make something happen. Um, and like I said, against Swindon, I thought he had a reasonable shout for a penalty. Didn't see it particularly clearly. Uh, obviously, he thought he'd been fouled, which is why he went and gave Drysdale a bit of an earful and got a yellow card in return. Um, but out of the, the other kind of couple of players that we've mentioned, I think it's either him or the experience of somebody like Mark Derbyshire. We've, we've got three big games left, right? Um, maybe it's time for a bit of experience, you know, get Derbyshire on the pitch.
2: And has anybody got any other further input on that on, that, on how you change it up on that that uh, left-hand side?
5: Can I just chime in about um, yes. um I do like him and... In... I liked what I saw in pre-season, but I think his skill set is getting getting all of the ball and driving from from midfield. Um, I, I, I've not liked him that much when he's when he's been out wide uh, since he's come back from his injury. Um, but then who would you sacrifice from the middle of the midfield to to put him in the middle? You know, and would you, would you I, I agree. I, I agree. Where I don't think he is as good defensively as Gilead or Smallwood to to put him in that I'd I personally put him in the middle but until he's had a run of games, you can't really drop any of them to 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 accommodate him. Uh my opinion I wouldn't I wouldn't put him on the on the wing I, I'd much for to go with like Dion or what about Gilly?
2: Gilly. What about Gilly Gilly?
5: <laughs> we we've tried him on as a proper winger, haven't we? it um, is he, he, doing he's in the best position that he could be at the minute where he's getting around the pitch well getting his foot in putting the yards in for the team if you get him in the front if you get him in the front four as, as a winger it's not going to get you an assist it's not going to get you a gut go- I think he's we're getting the most out of him where he is than yeah. what we'll ever get out of him um, personally,
2: that's
5: a fair um, point. I've I, I've been his biggest critic, but he it, it, it has been good for us in that defensive midfield role. And the, the, mo- moving him forward, I just I just can't see it bringing us any bringing his anything. To be honest,
4: I'd I'd support that um, in terms of Gilliard because if you think back to Cook's first goal against Gillingham, um, it ended up at Ridehall's feet for him to whip the cross in. But it was actually Gilead who drove the ball I think from about the halfway line and, and went past a couple of their players um, and then a couple of passes later it, it, it was a, with right But again that, that momentum and that particular attack was all built by Gilead um, driving it forward and I think that's, that's what a lot of people don't see is he might not make the final pass the final assist but he'll help drive that ball um, forwards. And one thing that is I think is a bit underrated with his, his pace because he's uh he's actually relatively quick and you can see why he's played on the wing because he, he has got that pace, he's a quick lad. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd agree with Gilly that you know we keep Gilly in the middle. Wasn't yep. wasn't uh, when when Gilly came to us from Scunthorpe,
5: wasn't that where we were getting all his praise and, and stuff? It it played centre midfield. midfield you know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, player of the year, wasn't he? It's gone through.
5: Well, I think that speaks volumes for where his best position probably is. Like putting him in an attacking position, I just think it will be a waste of a spot, personally.
6: Yeah, yeah. Plus, out out on the wing as well. You've got that pressure where you know you have to have an end product, unless you get criticised. Whereas, like labeeb said, he might not make the, He do not have to make the final pass. He just drives forward with it. Whereas when you're on the wing, you sort of expect to get it in the box. Mm. And uh, he's an eager fella. He doesn't shy away from tackles. And uh, I think he's more suited to the middle. Just um, another player that I wanted
2: to touch on. Um, and this probably will feed into the Gillingham game as well, because we haven't really spoke about that as yet. So Swindon's finished. Well in the memory. Well, <laughs> passing the move, forgotten, gone. Um, but Jamie Walker, so somebody, somebody mentioned that um, they don't think Jamie Walker's got enough output. He's not doing enough for the team. Um, I'm not going to tell you what my opinions are on that as yet. So I'm going to see what you guys think about Jamie Walker. Is he doing
3: enough? Corbin, I'll ask you first, mate. Uh, for what his potential can be in a Braffa shirt I'd have to say no. And what we saw at the back end of last season and why we got him on another contract, he's got a lot of potential. In fulfilling, I think um, that he he obviously didn't play for the first six months with injuries, and then I think he came back and got sent off. Um, He had a good game against Stevenage, but he he has struggled recently. Um, And when you say struggled, what what do you mean? What's he struggled with in your particular opinion? Well, his, his output of creating chances. I think his final pass has been off slightly. Um, he's getting a lot of the ball on the edge of a box, but not a lot of he's coming to good chances. Um, and I think that's w- what he's there to do, to create good chances for Cook and Bank. And um, His final pass has just been off a bit recently for me.
2: OK, no, that's interesting. Thank you, mate. And anybody want to sort of come back to Carbon with that point or back him up a little bit feel free?
6: Yeah, I mean, I agree that he he has got more potential than than he's currently putting out. But if you've ever seen... Well, obviously, you've all seen because we all watch the games. But, I mean, the, the amount of pressing he does and the amount of work rate is one of the best in the teams. It's probably only rivaled by Gilly for his work rate. And I know that's not everything, but he does like to press high and put players under pressure and force mistakes. And when he's not in the team... I guarantee we'd miss
4: that. that. That's the same point I, I would make. I, I think we're a better team with him in it than than we are without him. Um, I remember when he first came back, was it round about Christmas time, round about December that he first came back from injury, round about that time, and he could you he could see he wasn't fully fit. Um, I can't remember which game it was, and it had rained a lot. It was a really, really heavy pitch. Um, and you could see he just didn't have his fitness levels. But obviously, a few months down the line, you'd expect those to, to, to have returned. Um, I'm pretty certain it was last week against Swindon in the first half, in particular. He seemed to be winning a lot of loose balls, um, and picking up a lot of possession uh, around the edge of the box, kind of final third. Um, so defensively, I've, I've got no issue. I, I think, you know, uh, he puts himself about, puts in the tackles, wins the ball back, uh, gets it back to to us. Uh, Attacking-wise, I don't know. Um, I mean, what was the last goal he scored? Was that against Stevenage away, who scored recently? He scored at yeah. home,
2: didn't
5: he? That, that yeah, tapping. he tapped it, he tapped it in, good. didn't he?
4: Off at keeper.
2: They had a really good game. That were Greens uh, Grinsby.
4: Grinsby, was it? Was yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't. I don't know really. I, I, I've got. I've got no issue with him at the moment. I th- I think he's okay.
2: I think yeah. that because he's your number ten, you, you, you sort of you look at the number tens in this division and maybe other number tens we've had, and you're thinking, should he be doing more? And I think he does more than enough. Um, the way that he, he that that thing that he does is very Jack Grealish, where he sort of he draws that fouling or he takes an extra touch, brings another man towards him, and then he frees up your your wingers. Um, Scott Banks, because Scott Banks is playing so well at the minute, to me, it's because of Jamie Walker giving him that freedom and that space. He's got to run man at times. And the big thing that I would say is, if you don't play Jamie Walker, who plays?
5: Can I can I just chime in at this point? you come uh, coming. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I I like Walker, and uh, he's a really good footballer uh, and things. But you're never going to get a full season out of him, so it's hard to judge him against the you know the other number tens in the division, like put them side by side, because you're just never going to get a full season out of him, which is the case for us this year. I I do I do I do rate him, and you you're probably going to look at his numbers, but yeah, he hasn't had a full season, so. That, that, that that's my sticking point with Walker where I'm not fully sold on him because it's, I found it hard to fall in love with him because I just know he's going to get cropped at some point um, he got cropped in his loan spell he got cropped at the start of the season he's having a good run now and I hope it obviously
2: continues but I guess that's why he's at this level yeah and he's, for, for a season his, his one uh, he's his legal minimum
5: he's never going to pull up great numbers for us because he's not going to fill up Fulfill the games. I, I say never, but you know, you know, you know. What I mean, I, I just can't see him putting a full season together ever. I'll, I'll, he, he, look, he looks absolutely knackered, doesn't he? And Hughes mm-hmm. has flogged it. Hughes has flogged him to death. Yeah. Uh, there's a few games in the last month or so where uh, he's been limping around, and I think he had like he had like two weeks off, didn't he? Because it came off injured, but he played t- full time whistle.
2: Yeah. Obviously, Hughes.
5: Obviously yeah. huge rates, I mean it's a bit bit of desperation, but if he's that good, keep save him, keep his legs, you know, just
2: but but would you at this time of season would you save somebody like that when you need uh, every point and to picked up? I mean yeah, and, and who comes in for him, mate? I do
5: There ain't another one that can do it. There ain't another one that can I mean, do it. That's the... nobody.
2: Nobody. It's, it's, like it's,
4: it's that cliche, isn't it? Um and they're all they're all, all the cliches come out of this time of time of year, three games from the end you play your best team. Yeah. yeah. And I think certainly from, from, from my view, he is part of our best team. Um, so you'd play, you'd at least start him. You might not finish the game, but you'd at least start him. Yeah.
2: I think there's an expectation like for, I think Gillies had an accident again, just before we came on live. He, um, he spilt a, a full drink all over his plug. So yeah, hopefully you're all right, mate. I'm sure you can still hear us. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's one well, minute where we're looking for a scapegoat every week. I mean, I mean, Critchlow got it in the net, didn't he, as well? So, moving on a little bit. So, Gillingham. Critchlow didn't have a good game. I mean, it's, you can't argue the point. He didn't. But, obviously, the, the stuff that happened on social media were fucking disgusting. If anybody's listening that did that, you're an absolute prick. And you don't represent me or probably any Rapport City fan. So, that's that one. But on the opposite side of it, he did have a bit of a stinker, didn't he, Critchlo? Um I'm not calling for Matty Platt to come back in, but is that worrying when you when you sent it back to throwing a stinker so late on when it's so important? The
4: the, the point I'd I'd make on it, um and absolutely agreed, yeah. He he had a terrible game. Um and again agreed on the comments that we've received. It's just absolutely out of order. Uh, and hopefully those people get found and dealt with severely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought he had a poor game. I thought Stubbs wasn't brilliant either. And I think between Stubbs, Critchlow and Lewis, they yep. looked like complete strangers. Um, the kind of hesitancy and awkwardness they had in the first few minutes, I thought was horrifying, really. Considering right. here we are in game number 43, these guys should be communicating telepathically, right, by now. Do you think they, should know each other. they should know each other inside out. They should know what they're going to do and who's going to do what and who's going to pick what up and who's going to clear the ball and who's going to pass it back. They should know all of that by now, game number 43. But they were panicking. I don't know whether they were nervous. Uh, I don't know what it was. They were uncertain. But, again, I don't think anyone was surprised that Gillingham scored so soon. And I've got to say it. Like it or not, it was a cracking finish by DN. Yeah, right? it, it was a very, very good finish. Um, obviously, mistake by Crichton that led up to it. So credit to Dieng. cracking goal. Hated to see it go in, but from those, was it 11 minutes after the scored? Those first 10 minutes, we were awful at the back, absolutely dreadful. Um, and I think those three in particular, Louis Stubbs and Crichton perhaps the worst of the three. Do
2: you know what, though? I think, just to touch on that and go into it a little bit further, thank you for those that are commenting as well. I will try and touch on some, but um, it's not been a one-off. So it's not just been one mistake. Mm -hmm. In every game we've played over the last sort of five or six, there's been a mistake in every single one. Um, The Rochdale one, Sam Stubbs with the the diving header that were, I don't know what we're thinking. And and obviously Lewis made a fantastic save, to be fair. But they're not helping each other out. I don't know what's going on. I think it's 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 a bit business end of season. I feel like they're panicking because they've been so good for twenty games or whatever, where they've been unbeaten or whatever it is, two games in two losses in twenty. And I just feel like these mistakes are creeping in. It to me, I'm I'm panicking a little bit looking at it. Um, yeah. Would you change anything? Probably not. Um, but I just I, I don't know what the answer is. But it is a worry in it.
4: Definitely, and. Um, um... You know, just to agree with you on that, those mistakes have been there. Was it Grimsby? We went one nil up, we were cruising, and then we gave him a penalty. And it was yep, yep. again came from a very similar mistake at the back. Um so those mistakes have been present for the last four or five games. Um and obviously them capitalised on it and, and had their just reward. But yeah, it, it is worrying. But I agree with you. I wouldn't drop any of them. I'd leave them in because they've done right so far. Yeah, I think those three in particular have been very, very solid. Uh, and I hope that it's a one-off and they've got it out of the system, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. And about to being as solid as as they normally are on Saturday. Well, they need to. I, really I, th- I think the way part. we. I think the way we
5: play, though, we always give teams hope, don't we? Because we've looked cruising. For loads of times this um, year, and then one sloppy pass, it just turns the whole game and turns the whole mood. And I, I'm not, I, I'm not... I, I, I like I like Hughes and I like kind of what he's trying to do, but he's doing it to a point where it's kind of been a detriment as well. Do you know where it's we're overplaying to the point where it's. I mean, I mean, Lewis looked petrified to knock it short, didn't he, uh, at the back? at the back end of the first half on Saturday yep. um, and obviously the atmosphere poured onto the pitch but the, the problem is when you make mistakes at this level you do look like Sunday league footballers do, and that's when all the armchair supporters come in for a crowd going hell, I could sit at the back of this defence and play you, you can't but it, it looks extra bad do you know, at this level where you do look actually amateur when you get caught and I think it's just heightened where we've got a, we've got a big crowd, and yeah, it, it must be a bit of pressure for him. I, I'm I, I'm the I'm the biggest critic with, with stuff like this, but it it just looks so bad when like it, that first half is as bad as I've seen for absolute years. I, I don't know about you boys, but mm. I, I thought it disgrace might be an harsh word. The pressure might have got to him, but it was as bad as I've, I've seen for years that first half.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and then the second half, we're, we're chalk and cheese. And I want to talk about that because I feel like, we, for me, the, praise need, the players need a lot of praise for coming out and having a real go at it. And obviously, we'll talk about the sucker punch later on. But um, we look like winning the game. We, we absolutely we got our heads in the game. We were going at them. Cook got his two goals. The first one I missed because we we're pissing about in the, the concourse, and we just have to win it of, um, half time. um
3: What were your thoughts, uh, Carbon? I'm coming to the this one uh, on the second half at dealing them at home. A lot better, um you know, because we could have gone, could have got stupidly bad because <coughs> we capitulated in the first half. And I think you you're right to say that they do deserve a bit of praise for the way we came out in the second half. Whether that's on use for, um, you know, just giving them a bit of a boost in the in in the dressing room. But I think we just played a bit more simple football instead of passing it on to the back and putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves against the team that we're setting up to do a high press and to you know capitalize on our mistakes. You know, we went long a bit more if if we needed to. Um, and and we, we went wide, and we got fans off the seats, and it, it was just the type of football I think most City fans would like to see. We well, Scott Banks, Scott
2: Banks was superb on a carbon. I mean, he just—I absolutely love him. Over years of watching City, there's always like, um, for me, it's generally a winger that stands out. Where you're thinking, "Wow, we can change a game," and it really looked like that was going to happen. And it obviously got the penalty um, that led to the—we thought we thought were the winning goal at the time, but. How good is Scott Banks? Is, is he as good as what we think? Or is it just that the defenders in this league are poor? Or, I mean, what are
3: your thoughts on him, mate? I think he'd do a job in League One. I think at this moment in time, he's probably bought half off of League One. Um, but I've, we said the same about Vernon last season. And I don't think he's got a goal contribution for Lincoln. I, I think he's struggling to get game time there. Um, but I, I think he's really developed... Because you're seeing him get confidence to go on his right foot, and he's becoming unpredictable, and he's giving, he's forcing defenders back as well, which is giving you know Cook more space as well, to get more chances off, um, and it's giving defenders a bit more to think about. Um, it's just a shame he couldn't get the goal because I think he had three or four really good chances in the second half. they just didn't quite take. But I think ne- next season, if we're lucky enough to have him, he might be able to find that bit more in product.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it'd be the first bit of business I'd do, try and get Banks, and I think we'll struggle. I think there'll be a lot of clubs in for him, unless we go up and we'll have a chance, but I think he'll be on the shopping list for a lot of lot of teams higher than us. Um, Tom, I'll ask you the same question, mate. What are your thoughts on him?
6: Thanks. Yeah, um, he's a great player. Um, you know, I think maybe at the start of the season, um, like I said, he was a bit predictable. You always knew he was going to... Sort of try and cut inside, shoot or cross on his left or whatever. But yeah, he has become more unpredictable. Um, he just, he, you can tell he just loves taking people on. And you trust him to do it as well. Like when he's tried, I've seen him take on like two defenders, get past them and, you know, put a ball in. And every time he's running down that wing, I think he can do these. And I feel like last season we didn't have that i didn't think vernon was that was that kind of player um yeah we'd be we'd be lucky to get him back for another year um i'm not sure what his contract situation is at crystal palace um but i have a feeling there'll be quite a few league one clubs who will want him and realistically our chances of being in league one are uh, slimmer than they were maybe a, a few weeks ago yeah, I, um, that's fair. I don't know, maybe he loves it here and he might choose to stay here um, he's obviously got Jamie Walker one of his Scottish cousins here maybe that'll it's be Harry a pull
2: Harry Lewis is the pull I think they're really close mates he, um, Harry Lewis calls Banks a uh, tennis ball head does
6: he? So, <laughs> yeah
2: he does because he does, he's got like fluffy hair and what have you
6: um, but, yeah. there's a great picture of them two after we beat, was it Grimsby?
2: yeah I think I know where they just got their
6: arms around each other and they just like got the cutest smiles ever and they look great together. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it'd be better for his career probably to to leave, but we'll see. Would it though? Were it better for Charlie Wright's career to leave? We thought that about Vernon as well, didn't we? Mm.
2: Won't have Vernon back, by the way. No way, no, neither do I. I I saw what people liked in him and he had that exciting run in him, but he didn't always have an end product, did he? You know, he he ran into nowhere a lot of the time and he was quite a frustrating player
3: a bit. He was very hit and miss, I thought, Burnham. You know, one week he a a really good game. What's that, sorry? You think that was because of, you know, Adam's counter attacking system, but maybe if it were under Hughes, he'd have been a better developer. I don't know, because he's not done it at Lincoln, has he? Hmm. So he's looking at League One, didn't he? Was, was he at Burton before? Was yeah, so do
2: you want players that can't cut the bus in the League One where that's where your aims are, you know, top end of League Two? And I feel like that's probably not a path that I'd want to go down again. And another one's Tyreek, right? I want to have him again. I don't, I, I hate having players back once they've left. See ya. apart from maybe uh, Windass and McCall and players <laughs> like that. Um, there's been a few that have come back, but it doesn't really end well, does it? When players come back, it's not often a positive. Um so, um Northampton away coming up. Biggest game of season it? So if they win, they're up. If we win, we've got a chance of still going automatic. Um, it's quite well interesting now. I think we're twenty five to one to go for automatic for so now, as things stand. Um Billy what what are your thoughts on Northampton this, this weekend? Are you panicking a little bit?
5: Um no I'm not panicking. I've uh, I, I spoke to her uh, not so long back, that. I've kind of lost a bit of hope, honestly. Like I, uh, I, spoke, I was speaking to the before we came live, but once all tours has kind of gone, I've kind of lost, lost a bit of enthusiasm, lost a bit of hope. Um, I thought I thought Northampton were brilliant at our place uh, earlier in the season, so, um. Yeah, I don't really know what to expect, but obviously it's just like us where we'll we'll probably turn them over Saturday. But yeah, I don't really have any sort of opinion on the game Saturday. I've, it it was kind of autos or nothing for me. Obviously not nothing. I'll I'll be on yeah. the ba- I'll, I'll I'll be on the bandwagon if we're in the playoffs. Obviously, but, but just, yeah, yeah, I just I just feel a bit deflated. Yeah. A bit deflated about how last couple of weeks have gone, and it's just it's just been the same pattern all year. Every time we've got ourselves into a good position and make our mark on this league, we we've, we've, we've bottled it. I suppose like that be that oh. be a might be a strong word, but yeah, I I don't have massively strong opinions on Saturday. Like obviously I want us to win and want us to get in playoffs, but yeah, I really wanted that for. A third or second spot massive.
2: <laughs> but it's still on. It's still on technically. I mean, talking of bottling it, Northampton are like top at bottling list of all time, pretty much. So if anybody, if any Northampton fans are listening, welcome, you're <laughs> gonna get stuffed on on Saturday. But that they've they've sold out, they? I think I think it only owns about three thousand or something at Northampton. We're taking about nine hundred or whatever it is. Um or maybe it's more than three thousand, might be selling that, could be wrong. Um but yeah, I think <clears throat> With that in mind, do you, do you think they are going to be shit in the pants a little bit? I don't think they'll play like they did when they came to our place. Like, that was just free flowing football. The players off the park. Do you think they'll be a bit more conservative when we, uh, we play them at their place? Do you think they'll be shitting themselves or do you think they'll just go for it?
6: Anybody can come in on that one, Jen. I, I think they'll just be as nervous as we are.
2: Do you think we'll be super nervous? I, why, why do you think we we'll would be? Like, it's. We've got three games, we? we've got a game in hand, the Mansfield got beat. So, realistically, surely Hughes you just said to them just, just go and try and win the game. Like, people will be super nervous. Because our away form has been good, hasn't it? Pretty much yeah,
6: game. I mean, I don't know if it's just because it was at home, and obviously it's a bit more intimidating than at home, but against Gillingham, they were clearly breaking it. That's the only explanation I can, and I can, I can think of. Um. So I don't know if the pressure will be as large at, at a smaller ground. Um, I, I think the nerves will be there, but you, we also have to remember you know, Northampton players will be bricking it as well. Serial um,
2: bottlers. Know- Northampton is serial bottlers and they'll bottle it. Their asses will fall out on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they will. The, the, the,
4: the point I, I would make is... Um, Going back to the home game against them that Gilly mentioned, it was an odd game, realistically, because for the first 30 minutes, I thought we matched them quite well. There wasn't much in it, right? nil 0 uh, And it it was a little bit like that, how that Carlisle game ended up. The home game where we drew nil 0 It was very much kind of tick for tat. And then we did what we've been doing all season. We just literally gifted them a goal out like, of nothing another defensive error, and uh, they scored. And you could literally see us just fall to pieces after that. Um, And I think they could have scored another one immediately after. Uh, They could have scored something like two goals in two minutes. I think it was 1-0 at half-time. And then, uh, obviously, the final score was 3-1. I think we got a penalty, and that was the closest we ever got to getting in on their goal. But, yeah, second half, they just run rings around us. um, Absolutely bossed it. So going back to the point I was making earlier, I, I think we, as a team, very much based upon our own confidence. I don't think we've got a kind of winning mentality. I think if we start well and we get an early goal, we generally do well. And I think if we start poorly and concede, we generally don't do well. Um, and I think it affects us. So the longer the game goes at nil-nil, having said that, Swindon was the absolute opposite. Um, but I think somewhere down the line, we've, we've kind of got to score, obviously, you know, as, uh, as blatant as it is. Um, and I think we're capable of doing it, but it depends if we concede or not. So I'm a bit like Gilly; it could go either way. It, absolutely unpredictable. I think Northampton will be nervous. They've got a lot more, I think, riding on that game than we have in context. They've got automatic promotion if they win it. And in fact, I think mathematically they only need two points from their last two games, to be certain. So they might even play for a draw, I don't know, and hope not, they'll draw the last game just to be certain. They can't afford to lose it, uh, and really we have to win it. Um, Do we so we will
2: change it up? formation and, and be a bit more solid like because when we've been decent away from home we've played the diamond quite a lot this season um do you think that we'll see a return of that and maybe derbyshire will come in at, at, at up top with with cook um walker in behind and then then the three in behind him do you think that'll happen or not
4: it personally i i, I wouldn't think so um as as we've all said before hughes likes to stick with a certain format, and it, it seems quite—I don't know if stubborn's the right word—but it seems quite consistent. Let's let's say uh, with his team selections. Um, obviously, we've got to get a result, so he, he may well change it. I'd be surprised if he did, if I'm honest. Uh, away from home, we have done quite well on, on the road um, generally, um, so I, I think he'll he'll go with his usual kind of tried and tested. setup. With nevers or without nevers. With or without with or without Osadivi on on that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, so team. that is that more the
2: personnel that might change in that particular position, but the rest of it you yeah. think will we'll stick th- rather than twisting.
4: I would think more, so. Yeah.
6: More than a formation change, what I'd like to see, and I don't think this is really Mark Hughes, so I can't see it happening. But I want to see us be a really nasty team to play on Saturday. You know, challenges flying in just do you know one of them teams you those physical teams you just hate to play against? I want us to be like that on Saturday. Send Hoskins into Row Z in the first <laughs> few minutes. Just yeah. like we need to, not not dirty. Not not overly dirty, but just Just bully him a bit. Physical yeah, we need to be physical. We are a physical team, we can be. Small like, can be you know? I didn't think I, small I, would have I, been I, have,
5: have we got the have have we got the personnel to do that though? Right. Like, uh, they're uh, all quite nice a bit out there. Like I think Gillian point,
6: Smallwood are, are capable of it. Cook as well. I know he's hmm. up front and he doesn't have the chance to do that as much. Him, but like
5: what? his, his backs are tough. To, well, they're are decent out there, but they're not hard tacklers. And his his centre halves are quite nice out there. Like uh, Stubbs Stubbs can uh, rough and tough it. Kritz and is a nice footballer. Platts on the bench. I, do, I think we have quite a nice team to play at times. You know.
4: Yeah, it's all neat and tidy, isn't
5: it? Yeah, it's all, it's all neat and tidy, but they've yeah. shown a couple of glimpses this year where we've really took it to teams and stood up to the test, but I wouldn't be putting it on in this Saturday to go get into these early doors.
4: I I think it's but, all down to the pace at which we start the game. Okay. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for, for those old timers amongst us, we need somebody like a Greg Abbott or Mick Kennedy in uh in the middle of the park. You know. Yeah.
2: The old timers you're just referring to yourself there, be brilliant really, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> well,
4: nobody's actually said anything, so you've got <laughs> <laughs> totally.
2: flew past my window there. No, no, I, I know you I know what you mean. Um but we just we don't have them. also David can be a bit of a wind-up merchant and he gets it up in a little bit. Um but is he going to lead, by example, in center at park? Probably not. Um, he's more of a flair player, I'd say, and just gets into rough and tumble when he needs to. Um, so I don't, I don't think that's that's probably going to happen in a huge team. I don't know if huge teams have had players like that before. From memory, I don't think so, really. I don't think he's ever
0: been into Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app.
1: we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference and if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: The, the handbags, it? Um, I know he's sort of had a few bits and bobs himself but when you look at the teams he's had, he's never really had like a really nasty character, has he? So, I know what you mean, though. I think that for me as a football fan, I love to see that. I always refer back. Mm-hmm. I like Tony McMahon, me, because he gets a crowd it.
6: going as well.
2: He does, and and it, that when he when he was playing for us, I absolutely loved him. I thought it was superb because he just did everything. Um, he might not have been the best footballer of all time, but what he did on the pitch by leading by example and and stuff like that—that's my sort of player. So I, I do hear you on that, and I think Lebe would probably agree with that point. Um, somebody just said Man City are 2 up, so titles finished in Premier League, but I couldn't really give half a shite about that. Um, so, Cook not winning the player of the season as well, is that the robbery of the decade or what? Or is it just not even matter? Is it just a pointless
6: trophy? I mean, realistically, we, we all kicked off about it on Twitter, but I think we're all a bit bored, weren't we? Do do we actually care about Player of the Season?
2: Probably not, but but Cook had travelled all the way down to London, hadn't he? so he'd be pissed off. Mm. You know, from, from I, it would have been
6: nice, but he's getting it, the Golden Boot. I'd rather get promoted. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'd take the
2: same money. He'd rather get promoted every day a week, but like I just, it's players that voted for it. I believe that that particular award, um, and it's a bit, it's just a bit confusing to me. Uh, Sam Hoskins o- Sam is a good player don't get me wrong but I just feel like surely who would you prefer to come up against I don't know Cookie being handful he's a defender the, yeah. uh,
5: the problem the problem with our, we League two fans are, we don't get any TV time do we no right. matter no matter what team what, what team you are in this division so I've not seen a lot of Sam Hoskins but didn't he have like two two or three months out um, earlier in the season he had a bit of an injury. Possibly, he's, he he's, he's obviously had a good season, but they obviously haven't missed him either. But if Cook, if Cook had that amount of time out for us, we'd we'd be in devastation, will not we? Yeah. He's literally carried us to any sort of promotion hope. I think I think he's more important to us than Hoskins was to um Northampton. To Northampton, yes. Yeah. So Absolutely agree. I think that was
2: a point, wasn't it, that... it?
5: It it don't it don't matter to me that he's been robbed, as everyone says. Like I, I saw people on Twitter getting really upset about it. I'm not. I'm not upset, but um, yeah, it, it's got to. It's got to get it. He's it, had loads of assists as well. Like his it, all-round games improved as well. Do you know? it? Used to bounce off him of a bit, didn't it? And. He wasn't good with his back-to-go, but it has been really good with his back-to-go
2: for us, hasn't he? Uh, it has been unreal. it has been unreal. He's just absolutely carried us. Him and, him and Lewis at times without him would be... Somebody took his goals away or whatever, and I think we'd be dwindling it at bottom somewhere, you know, without... Mm. Cooking. I know somebody else had a coming and what have you, but it's, you can't understate what he's done this season, especially with, with how it went in summer, bringing somebody else in and what have you. So, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely love him, and he's got to get his contract as soon as possible. Um... The other question we've got, Corbyn um, caused a bit of a stir on Twitter with this particular question, but I think some of the gents in, in tonight's uh, panel might agree with what he put out. So you put something out along the lines of, um, is Mark Hughes the answer and, and should he be sacked? Is that right, Carbon?
3: Yeah, if, if we don't go up this season, should Mark Hughes be sacked for a failed season?
2: Yeah, and, and since that season. you've been trolled, aren't you, to, to the end of the earth? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you want exactly meaning that that were your own thoughts that were just a question that you put on because you do a bit of YouTube and don't you? Now, is it a failure this season if Mark Hughes doesn't take us up with you know the personnel he's brought in the budgets that he's had and stuff like that? And and really, how poor the league's been. Um, what do we think, gents? Yeah. To
6: simply put, um, it, we should have gone us, really. But um, if we don't go up with the playoffs, I think you're deluded if you don't think it's a failure. I'm deluded. And I mean then. that in the nicest way. I'm
2: absolutely deluded because I, obviously I'll be absolutely devastated if we don't go up. But I do really feel like we've made a lot of progress this season. I really do. Um, Derek Adams will not short of a budget. as no matter what anybody says, he just picked his own players and personnel and what have you and failed. Um I feel like his, his taking is in the right direction, Mark Hughes, and if it's not this season, it'll be next season. I feel like as a fan base, all we want to do is point fingers and blame somebody every single season. Um, yep. and I know that at yep. times in games, we've been, we've been up, haven't we? We've, we should have seen games out, we should have won them, and it's best opportunity we've had. But is it a failure? I don't personally think so. I feel like people are just clutching at straws a little bit just to get the blame on somebody. It shifts every week. It's small with one week for not being good enough on the pitch and not being a leader. Um, you know, Critch Law's obviously got it in the neck. Lewis got it a little bit the other week with his mistakes he's making. Gilead's had it this season. Like, now it's used all of a sudden because we might not go up. And I don't know, as City fans, all we want to do is push managers out of the door every single Don't get
6: se- me wrong. D- don't get me wrong. I think he should have another year because the last thing I want is another manager coming in when we've got players on two or three year contracts that aren't his players. I think that wouldn't go well at all. But I think it should have brought us up this year. I think the, the caliber of players we've brought in compared to other years but, is but much higher.
2: Any other year, though, if you look at it, like our budget in League Two we're one of the top budgets. So every year that we stay in this league is a failure, no matter who the manager is. It is, it really is, because we, you know, the money we throw at it, the players you bring in, they are generally like top players in that particular division. But it just doesn't always happen for whatever reason. Um, and I just feel like it's it's just like a knee-jerk reaction to blame him. And to be honest with you, the more that that sort of gains momentum, it, it'll just fuck off because what's he got to lose, you know? And I feel like he could really get it right at this club. I, I'm deluded um, coming on it, Gilley Labib.
4: I, I my own view is, uh, and I think I was exchanging tweets with, might even be yourself. It's about expectations, right? Um, and I think it, throughout throughout the summer, and even when Hughes was appointed last February, um, you know, I think he himself made noises about this club. We need to get this club up to where it belongs, words to that effect. And uh, I think most of us will will all agree that we don't want to be in this division. It's arguable as to where it is we do actually belong. Um, Me, personally, I'd love to see us in the Championship. That's my short-term, medium-term kind of aim, really. Um, Clubs are where they deserve to be. Let's make no mistake. Okay, we're in League 2 because we deserve to be in League 2 because our performances over the years haven't been good enough. Um, And that old cliche of the table doesn't lie. So, we're in League 2. We're a League 2 club. Um, But All the noise coming out from the office, if you like, over the summer was about expectations, ambition, progress, success, all of that. And I think all of us sat around the table and everyone who goes to Vanley Parade every other Saturday all want the same thing. We want success uh, and we want the club to be driven forwards. We were on the verge of the championship not too long ago and the last few years we've been mid-table League Two. So as far as I'm concerned... If we fail to make the playoffs, it will be a failure. Uh, it will be classed as a, as a failed season uh, because of that. Should Mark Hughes be sacked? Not really. Um, I, I think the club suffered financially from sacking managers too soon over the last few years. Um, I wouldn't want the club to be financially worse off. That's not the only reason for not sacking him. But I think, you know, um, stability um eventually bring brings about some element of success. And if you look at other clubs in other divisions, the longer managers been there, it, it's led to better success overall. Of course there are exceptions. richie Wellens has only been there a year. Steve Evans has only been there a year. Look at how successful they've been. Um, so there are exceptions, but I think I think um to build that stability and to build the kind of model that we're working towards, I think it should be given you should stay for next year but this season will be a failure if we don't make the playoffs. Absolutely agree. Of course it's a
2: failure. Every season we're here, but like the, the positive you know, noise that the clubs make every season, you'd be worried if they didn't say that they want to go for a promotion. If we didn't come out and say we want to do it every year, you'd be like, hang on a minute, what? I don't think it's any different. Um, but yeah, I, I agree it would be a failure. We have progressed. Wherever we finish the season, we, we have progressed since last season. Um, we've been better to watch. It's been better to actually go down to, to Valley Parade. It's been more enjoyable at times and the away days have been good. There's been a, a nice connection around the club again. Um, I genuinely feel like if you do not do it this season, he will do it next. But I agree, it is a failure. But it's not like a, a sort of a failure where it's, it's like, right, that's it, end of the line. See you later. Um, Gilly, do you, do you think any different to that? Uh,
5: no, I don't think any different. Uh, I think um, I tweeted in in the way, I can't remember our I replying to bit. I'm in neither camp with Hughes, you know, I d I don't love him or dislike. I think his football is is kinda of tepid and it's kinda of my attitude to, to him as well, you know? I mean I'm just kinda of like shrugging my shoulders at him. Um it would be a massive failure if we didn't go up this year because we've got Andy Cook having the season of his life on thirty goals. Net, next season they'll probably end up around just as Lower League strikers do, it might end up with like fifteen, we've got to find another fifteen goals from somewhere. Um I'd, we need to capitalise now when uh, when Cooks on, Cooks on fire and before all the money bags from division below come come up with Wrexham and I think this is the season to get out of this division. Or it's I think I think we've I'm not to say we're gonna struggle next year, but I think it'll be an harder year to get out the out of the league than, than what this year has. It's I, think funny because... I think we've dropped a lot of points with our tactics and that is that is on Hughes. But yeah, you know I'm, I'm, in, I'm in neither camp. I neither, neither love him or hate him. I'm just kind of middle of the road with him, really.
2: The, the argument about um, it'll get harder next season, I think we, we do this every year. Um, we look at what's coming up. I think we did it with Stockport last year. Um, them coming out of the division and, and doing what they've done this season they've been pretty good at the they started shaky but I think we do it every year and then you look at what's coming down from League 1 and you're thinking oh that's positive as well and I think it not matter who it is really at this division um, we should be beating anybody on paper shouldn't we like Wrexham have probably got loads of money to spend but there is a is there a cap in place in there now or is there not Is it gone in League 2 Something, isn't
5: there? There'll be a loophole. There'll be a loophole anyway. If, the, if there's a loophole to be found, they'll find it. They? said so I don't think it really matters about financial fair
2: play, to be honest. Yeah. Well, the payments—the was... goalkeeper, eight grand a week, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, that's just absolutely ludicrous.
4: Was well, Mullins is on is on big money as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he is.
2: Gonna... Six grand a week, is it? Well,
5: it, it, it turned down and moved to Millwall in the Championship to drop down into Conference, didn't it? So. <laughs> I think, I think that says everything that you need to know how uh, much money they have got to spend.
2: Crackers. And, and they are they are a concern, don't get me wrong, and they'll probably go straight up, won't they? In fairness. But there's there's three of our automatic spots in there as well. And and oh. who else do you fear? Nobody. I, I don't think anybody coming down is particularly brilliant. The only one I'd be concerned about are Forest Green because I just absolutely hate them, to be honest. I hate playing them. Absolutely despise them, the club, the chairman, everything about them. I think they just... Disgraceful, so they're the only ones, and they end up beating us totally as well. So, and and the throw themselves on floor and stuff. So, but apart from that, I'm I'm not overly panicked. Um, obviously, we'll all be devastated if we don't go up, but I just can't see the the argument of Hughes getting sacked. Uh, Corbin, I think it's a good time for you to come in and explain yourself, sir. (laughs)
3: Um, it it was just a question, um, because I've I've seen a few on Twitter saying. Hughes should go across the season, which is ludicrous for me. So, I just thought I'd put it on the thumbnail. Yeah. And it did quite well for itself.
2: Yeah. But if you did think that, mate, feel free. Um, I'll probably end up shouting at you and telling you you're wrong. But, I mean, that's that's what these are all about, I mean, these opinions. And I'm sure the people out there that, that would expect him to get sacked if we don't go up. But I think that's absolutely bonkers. I mean, to was actually make classic, a play... Go on.
6: Was it just classic
2: clickbait?
5: Yeah, it's, it's the old YouTube clickbait that, that the humans do now.
2: <laughs> just yeah, mate, keep doing that as well because it'll get you people to click on it um, and it'll wind people up, which it, it worked. Um, I'll tell you what, Facebook as well is probably even better for you if you get your son on there and put your clickbait on the old bit. You'll be doing well. Um, but yeah, as somebody just pointed out, I remember that I actually said we should get rid of Cook in the summer. thought that were well in the past by now, but. Yeah, I think, I think opinions are great to have. And, and if you do genuinely believe that, and come on and tell us why. But for me, daft. Um, and I still, I genuinely still think we're going to go up this season. I do. Um, autos probably out of the question. I think that'd be silly to actually think that now. But in the playoffs, apart from the frailties and, and the worry about not seeing games out, um, everybody will be like that, won't they? In playoffs, there's never really somebody who takes it by storm and pisses it. So... Have we got enough quality to to see it through in a in a two leg game and then at Wembley?
3: Anybody? I, I think that's just the one thing Hughes probably could have changed this season. The late goals that have been going in and seeing games out better and using game management. I think that's something that we 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 aren't used enough. Um, but, it's, it's, you know, it's, we, diffi-
4: it's 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 sorry sorry, Carbon. I didn't didn't mean to interrupt you. Then um, sorry, I'll carry on.
3: No, I've
4: finished anyway. The the point point I was going to make was, um, Dillingham, right, um, firstly, we we all, I think, were as puzzled as everybody else where the referee got eight added minutes from. But just prior to that, he brought on Matty Platt. And you think, oh, that's a good move. You know, we're 2 up. It's a game we really, really want to win. Um, we've got a few minutes left to play plus a bit of added time, get a third defender on shore it up, you know let's play safe, let's see the game out game management and and let's get three points in the bag and we can't even do that or we couldn't do that on Saturday Um, was to see the game out so at the time it was a good, I thought it was a good substitution to make right? so I thought yeah great, it's exactly what we want but it doesn't always work out that way does it
2: I, I think he deserves a lot of praise, Hughes, for, for Gillingham. I totally do because we came out, we thought we'd won the game and like he, he, that substitution was perfect. You've got three centre-backs on the pitch, three big lads and it was just one of those things on it at the end where it was yeah. unfortunately, but he did the right thing, didn't he, Hughes? That, that, thought, he's, okay. yeah. he's absolutely not to blame his ill for for the results.
4: No, uh, like, as I said, at the time, um, I thought it was a good substitution I thought that's exactly what I, I would have done. Obviously, I'm not a professional football manager, but you know um, that's that's what you want. You want three points, bring a defender on, um, and uh, shut up shop. Has anybody seen that video on Twitter? About shut up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> it's all about shutting up shop, wasn't it? And, uh, and I thought, yeah, brilliant. Uh, let's see it out. Eight minutes, okay, unexpected, but I'm sure we can see that out. And um, it was was it 97 minutes on which we scored?
2: Literally, yeah, because it wasn't long after mm. we blew it. we uh, oh, yeah. a stinker. we were an absolute stinker on it. And it's happened a lot this season. I think mm. somebody said that the goals we've conceded late have been. There have been quite a few, haven't there? I don't know how many. But in added time, I can't think mm-hmm. of any more on the top of my head. Mansfield. What do I think of added
6: time?
3: What's that, sorry? Mansfield in January were won as well. Yeah. Barrow.
2: Yeah, did um, Rochdale score late as well? Like, obviously the beaters didn't they, at home, but did they score later?
4: That that home game against Swindon where they got a lap was it a last minute penalty or was it added time penalty?
2: It were very late, wasn't it? It yeah. were another sort of sinker, wasn't it, walking out of ground. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it just it, it's just one end where is that going to be? What's going to come to sort of rest in the, in the playoffs, you know? And that's what's going to be the the derailing of our season. I I think playoffs is success this season. Um, I really do, and we've got there. We've, we've progressed from last season on the pitch, and we've just got to go out, go and see it out now. Um, talking about obviously, let's let's pretend that we we we're obviously in the playoff race and not the automatics, because automatics realistically they've got to be gone now, especially with Stevenage winning winning last night and Northampton needing a point, is it something? two um, points I think yeah. two. And, and they're going to probably get that Um they will get it against us on Saturday they'll get it the week after playoff wise do you think so let's let's say that the playoff picture is us Carlisle um, Stockport and one other uh, let's say Mansfield say Salford drop out we've beat Salford haven't we um, home and away this season Stockport, we've drawn and lost, I think, and that's the same with um, Carlisle. So, is, is that a worry? Are, they, are these teams that we can beat?
6: I, th- I think every team, even Leighton Orient, are teams we can beat. Um, it's just about us turning up on the day. Essentially, that is what the playoffs are, turning up on the day, because anyone can beat anyone. It's it's just if our if our squad has the balls for it, um, judging by the Swindon game, you'd say no. But then you look at us beating Stevenage and Salford twice in the season, and you would say they do have they do have it in them. Mm. It just depends what version of us turns up. I mean, anyone that backs us on their hackers is stupid because you never yeah, do you it. never know what we're gonna do.
2: I've met it backers um, and like never ever do it. Just don't gamble at all, but don't back us either. Just forget it um, yeah. either way. And we'll always let you down one way or the other. But anybody got to add on that, on, on playoffs, Wembley situations?
4: I, I, I said it, I think, just at the start of it. I, I'm just not looking forward to it. Um, it's just a pain in the arse, really. Because um, you've got you know the home game to sort out. You've got the away game to sort out. If, if you can get a ticket, depending on one way we play it if we manage to make it through, you've got that ball ache of a trip down to Wembley, and, you know, one thirty kickoff on a Sunday. Who planned that? <laughs> it's not great, is it? It's just, it's, yeah. Um, and it's like, it's like, I, I tweeted the other last night. I think it was, I think Stevenage are almost there by my calculations. They just need another win. Um, and they're, they're up automatically. And it just feels like you're fighting for scraps. You know what I mean? The, the the big important people have eaten, you know, the three course meal at the table and they're just scrambling around on the floor trying to pick up a few scraps of of, of what's left. And it's, uh, we, I think we spoke about it earlier. It's not nice losing in the playoff final at Wembley. I don't know which I'd rather do losing the semi finals like we did to Millwall or losing the final at Wembley. I don't know. Of course, the third option is to win it. Which is brilliant, but the third uh, and last <laughs> option. Uh, I'll take that one. Tell <laughs> that one. The people, which, you know, which, you know, having the last two occasions, shall we say? You know, we've we've lost.
2: I just don't like it. I don't. I mean, I think we've been and we've won there now, like in my in my lifetime, and I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. I don't want to go again. I, I just like you said. It's but saying that on the on the opposite mm-hmm. note. There's no better feeling in football than winning at Wembley in a play final like we football club. I mean, as far as we're concerned, because we're not going to probably win anything else, I with it's that big in, in our lifetimes, I wouldn't have thought. unless we get to Champions League or something, but that's very fine, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's the pinnacle in it. Winning at Wembley, you know, in the capital with up to 30,000, 40,000 of your own mm. ponds or whatever, you just, there's nothing like it, but... The anxiety and the the heartache if you lose and whatever it's just it's awful, isn't it? It sticks with you for weeks and weeks and weeks.
6: The
5: the, the problem I is with the with the playoffs this year. We have,
2: have,
5: have we shrunk three good results together all season. It seems like we've had yeah a couple of good wins and then
2: we'll need two to get to the final.
5: Yeah, but then we need to win that third game in the final, <laughs> don't we? So, <laughs> yeah, good
2: point.
5: It it, it just feels like. Are these lots shown enough consistency where we can trust them to put three good games together over, over a couple of weeks. And it only takes Cook to have two quiet games, and where are we going to get the goals from? You know? <laughs> so, a lot, a lot of playoff games descend into a bit of a basketball game at the time, don't they? You know, when needs most. Some of the best games I've ever seen live on telly are playoff games. Yeah. And we've Mark Hughes liked his control football. We played kind of slow control all season. If it turns into a basketball game, do we have the players to to really throw the kitchen sink at it? And I don't think we've done it enough times this year where we've proved that we can throw the kitchen sink at it. If if we're behind in a playoff semifinal or playoff playoff final, and like you said, we. We all we all had a good time at Northampton. In, in my life, in, in my lifetime, ninety six as well. I don't need to do it again. I just want. I just want a certain. I just want a certain to know. we've been in this division in, enough enough years now. Where I, I, I don't really care. Like, but, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be more likely playoffs this this year.
2: I'm. I'm gonna. I want to ask Corbin this question because obviously he's a bit younger than us, a lot younger than than L'Vib. Um. So Corbyn, <laughs> obviously, Wembley eyes mate, is it something that you'd absolutely love to do? Unless you, I mean, have you done it before?
3: Um. Went to Millwall and Northampton, but I can't remember Northampton. Um. Yeah. Couldn't go to Swansea, but I, I'd like. I'd like because to get there. I think we would get there. I think we'd probably. Whoever we get, I think we would draw at home and beat them away. And then I'd, I wouldn't fancy it at Wembley. Um, but it, it's, it's always a good day out. But like Laviv said, a 1.30 kickoff for a playoff final, it just doesn't seem right, really, does it? It doesn't. But it's a 10 year anniversary
2: since last time.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just saying. I yeah, a- believe you again. <laughs> If you believe in all that sort of stuff, maybe the stars are aligning for us, and it'll happen again. Uh, but last time we we had them players that would just drag us up the line, didn't we? And obviously we got the three goals and that with that. But I I just I want to try and enjoy the riders as much as I can. I know what sort of Gilly was saying earlier about it's hard to enjoy stuff just at the minute and just want to get games won and, and do things the easy way. But I think we've got three games left of the season, and then it's obviously summer coming. You just got to try and enjoy what we've got. You know, we win against Northampton Saturday. We really do put ourselves within a good chance of autos slightly. Um, I still don't think we're going to do it. Um, I don't think we're going to get nine points in the next three. Um, But you just got to enjoy it. It's, it's football, isn't it? It'll be gone soon and then, obviously, it'll be back and we'll be starting all over again in League Two, won't we? So... What,
0: yeah,
4: um, just, what, what, do, what do we reckon our chances are at Crew? We-
2: so, is that the... The sticker because people are sort of looking at Northampton as, as being a tough game and, and Orient, they're just beating everybody. Is crew the one that's probably the problem
4: or not? I, th- I think it could be. Um, well, we're, 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 we're a bit unpredictable with the top teams, aren't we? I mean, we've got, we've got a stuffed away at Orient, um, Northampton stuffed us at home. But we've done the double over Stevenage, done the double over Salford, you know, uh, beaten Mansfield away and drawn at home. So you, arguably, we're a little bit better against the top teams than against the mid table lower teams. So, like I said, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we turned up on Saturday, turned over Northampton, and then go lose away at crew. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
5: I, I it... We, we, think, we, we must have a good record at Crew though because I think I've been four or five times I don't think I've seen us lose
2: there I have Gilly I've seen us lose in the fucking pizza cup
5: <laughs> oh I've, I didn't go to that one and Blair yeah.
2: Turgot, right he came and clapped us at half time and we were 3-0 <laughs> down I'm like what the fuck's he doing it was absolutely bizarre it was bizarre and it was one of the most coldest games I've ever been to
6: I want asked you to go to Crew on a weekday
2: I mean, night for the I pizza up, cup in the, in the pizza cup I don't know I just, just <laughs> know what to do and yeah, I regretted it. But Blair, no, uh, I, 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 yeah. oddly, that was the season we went up because that's when he, he played for us, didn't he? That season. So yeah. it was, honestly, weird things are going on, gents. It's happening.
4: Not not a happy ground for me. Again, um, only been the once, and I think it was two or three nil or something. We got we got done there. Yeah. So
2: I, th- I think we. I think we've. To me, if I'm going to look at the next three, I think there's seven points there.
4: Seven. You so, said we were going on beating for the rest of the season. And we've just, we've that. So
2: out of those three,
4: you yeah. reckon two wins and a draw?
2: Yeah, yeah. Northampton are on beach.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh they're that they're gonna come and play the kids against us, and oh actually, they'll probably play the first team, which might be a good thing because they've been on piss for a few weeks because they'll want the guard of honour vote the high mansion for last game. Um Northampton will absolutely, like I said to you, their asses have fallen out of them. So they're going to shit themselves this weekend and we'll beat them. They do it every season, the, the token bottle jobs And then Crewe, nothing to play for. Um, a little bit like Swindon, you might say, but I feel like we'll we'll beat them as well. So maybe a draw. We'll go for a, we'll go for a draw at Crewe. I'll go for nine points there when I'm saying seven. So yeah, I feel like we'll beat Northampton Orient.
5: That's the most winnable one to me is the Crew one.
2: <laughs> That's why you didn't, though, isn't it? Because Swindon were the most winnable game and look at that.
3: I'm going five points. Five draw, Northampton draw against Orient, and win at um Crew. Right. Anybody else? Any advances?
6: Against my better judgment, I think we'll get six. We'll we'll beat two of them. Um, I think we'll beat Crew, and um, I'll think I think we're going to win this Saturday. Like I said, against my better judgment, but uh, I, I, yeah, six points. Gillis is going to say zero, and he? go on.
5: No, no, far, I think no. I think we'll win one, draw one, and lose one. I don't yeah. know. Will will far be en- will far be enough for us? Um, it,
2: like... it depends on what Mansfield do, but because they've got two, aren't they, and Salford? So if one of them loses, we'll should be all right.
4: Because uh, I think is it Stockport that play? two of them playing each other, aren't they, this weekend? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah.
2: Um, so that means that one of them, but they're it'd be better if Mansfield were playing Salford. That'd be the ideal fixture for us, because that'd yeah. be in playoffs, wouldn't we, pretty much?
4: Is it, is it Salford at Carlisle and Stockport at Orient or something?
2: No, do not Stockport play Carlisle? No? I'm sure Stockport play Carlisle on Saturday. I
4: don't know. Somebody check
2: it. Somebody do a stat check. And, and Mansfield's got one of the,
6: uh, one of the playoff teams.
2: I think no Mansfield have got Tranmere, aren't they, and um, Colchester. I think I've been looking at their fixtures because they're like below. don't right. so know them. Well, is it
6: Salford? Someone's definitely. Some two playoff teams are definitely playing each other. I think it's Salford and
4: Carlisle. Uh, Carlisle are Carlisle playing Salford.
6: Salford, right. right? And
4: Leighton Orient are playing Stockport.
2: So it's for us really. A win would be massive. Because yeah. it'd mean that they both have to win. Well, the both have to win the last games at Salford and uh, Mansfield to get in on goal difference, whatever.
4: Stevenage at home to Grimsby, so I'm pretty certain if they win it, then then they're up. Stevenage. I think
2: the TV's need a point now, or something.
4: I think it's a win. They might they might need like two over two games or something, but I'm trying to look at Look at it's, that, it's like Northampton. You know, Northampton. Though, if they beat us, they're up. That's you the, that's the up
2: thing, isn't it? If we, if that were us, we'd we'd bottle it every single time. Yeah, we, we it? would.
4: And it, again, it's, it. You know, I mean, what an opportunity to go down, to go away, and spoil somebody's promotion party. You just that's love that's to fun. do it, would not you?
2: Absolutely love it. Live for that stuff. Um, on that note, on Northampton, any any of you actually got tickets and going down?
4: Yeah. No. Nope. Blue babies. Yeah, yeah, got to ticket. It's again, thankfully, it's not too far away from Nottingham. It's just over an hour, so relatively easy to get to. Straight down the M1. I've
2: been. It's it's like it's a ball in it. I mean, obviously, we've joked about the hills because I think there might be some City fans set up there. But um, last time I went, to tournament Barnes scored a free kick. I don't know if you went to that one, but it were it were We won one 0
4: <laughs> I've I've never been. Um, and harking back to the twenty thirteen. Wembley playoff final. If you remember that year, I think we'd beaten Northampton something like three times that season. Yeah, I think we'd beaten them home and away, and we also beat them in a cup game. So we we pitched up to Wembley, I think, full of confidence. We just knew they weren't going to trouble us at all. I think we just knew it. Yeah, obviously uh, the game was one not they inside half an hour. Uh, we just kind of ran away with it. Uh, but... I mean, that,
2: that was perfect. That's if if you're looking at Wembley, that is ideal, isn't it? for everybody just, just winning by three goals to deal, first half going in. You're done, aren't you?
4: Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. Gutted with not score in the second half in front of all the City fans.
2: Yeah, coming our way, but... Yeah,
4: yeah. But, yeah, you know, so the game was wrapped up in, I think, 28 minutes or something. something yeah, that it was
2: crackers, was wasn't it? It was crazy, that game.
4: I think
5: I think the last time I went to Northampton, Michael Bolden scored a brace. Uh, uh, another, another goal-scoring machine we turned into a dud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Do you know what? I think we've got a good record at at, at their spot. Is it six fields? Six fields,
6: no.
2: I'm sure when yeah. you look at it, got I think,
4: a- think Hanson
5: and Naki Wells got a got a decent return, didn't they, against them uh, over a couple over that over that season, including yeah. Wembley I think, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah, I've only been once, but yeah, I couldn't get a ticket unfortunately.
2: I did, but I sold it to somebody else because I've got a wedding i'm going to Uh, who fucking gets married when city are playing (laughs) anyway how how fucking inconsiderate (laughs) they're not a football fan so yeah there you go Uh, right i think we'll we'll call it there lads because we've been going about an hour and 20 which is just absolutely flown by um so again just want to thank you all for for coming on as always um it's been a little bit more miserable than the last one but prior to swindon we're all like yep we're going up we might even get first place and now it's Scraping around trying to get into the playoffs, but it's this league and it? it's where we are. Um, it's the Bruff City way. What's that Corbin It's the Bruff City way, is, isn't
4: it? it is. the, the the thing is, the the point I'd make is, even at our best, when we've played really well, would you actually would? Do you think a neutral would look at us and think, yeah, they're a top three side, or yeah, they're they're one of the best sides I've seen in this division? so no. I, I don't think they would. No, uh, I just, think we, we, can, we, can, we can look good on our day, but I don't think anybody would turn around to us and said, yeah, you deserve to go up because you, you're you one of the best sides in the division. But I don't I think, think they'd look at us in
2: 2013,
6: really, personally. <laughs> I yeah. think they'd look at us and say they're quite difficult to beat, but I wouldn't say, yeah. oh, we're yeah. going to get plastered by them.
4: Uh, We've
2: got the third best defence in the league, I think, I read the other day.
4: Yeah.
6: We've, um, we've
5: never really dominated games have we this year like how many how many games have we finished where we've had one, two, three shots and target all game full 90 especially that's,
6: away
5: yeah and that's not going to be good enough to get you get you in top three so d- definitely not for me like there's just too too many games that have just passed us by where we've just not threatened the opposition goal for
2: me right so, just a last note on today is I'm going to just ask you all about, first of all, are we going to get to the playoffs um, and then what's, what's going to happen?
6: So, Tom, I'll come to you first. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you haven't got some belief that you're going to get to the playoffs at this point, what's the point of being a football fan? You've always got to have that hope, haven't you? Um, I'm getting more nervous by the weeks, especially after Swindon one. but yeah, I, I think... Playoffs is a realistic goal for us and our abilities. Whether I think we can get to Wembley, but I fear coming up against teams like Mansfield, who can score goals. Um, I'd rather play, to be honest. I'd I'd rather play Carlisle, something I don't, I don't know, um, or Stevenage if they don't go up. It automatically, I I, I suspect they will um yeah that's my thoughts okay
2: Le um I, I
4: i think we'll finish sixth or seventh uh and i don't necessarily think we'll do it off our own steam i think it's called some of the other teams will slip up um so as i said two or three games left there's still a few twists and turns i think um left to to be delivered if we do make it personally speaking i i like to play some of the teams we've already beaten just to give me that extra bit of confidence you know somebody like Salford or somebody like Stevenage or somebody like Mansfield we know we're capable of beating those sort of teams whereas we've not beaten Stockport or Carlisle yet so yeah that's it I think we'll do it only just and it uh, just depends who we get interesting Gillick yeah,
5: it's uh, it's a bit of a strange because in um, in my gr- one of my group chats, so uh, we're all city fans, and I said I said to my mates, I said I might blob late in our game because I think we might have already got enough points for us to be in playoffs. And I said I can't watch any more teams go up at Valley Parade. How many teams have gone up at Valley Parade over the years? I th- we're gonna blob it, but it looks like it might be an important game for us now. So originally I did think we were gonna do it, but I'm I'm th- willing to be, but I think it's gonna be more. The season just grinds to a halt, and we're just, we, we're we just there. We've just done enough, and the other teams haven't done enough. Uh, like I said, four points. I don't. It's going to be close, but I think we're we'll only just scraping. Um, personally, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not full of confidence, unfortunately.
2: It's <laughs> totally different. The to last week, everyone were like buzzing, and now we're all like, <laughs> you know, papping it a bit. Uh, somebody keeps. Somebody's asking me if I want a better creator beer.
5: Yeah, I can it. say it.
2: Yeah, it keeps coming through, doesn't it? Um, a creative beer. If City go up in automatics, so you you're saying that you think they will go up in automatics. Is that am I right in thinking that, Stephen? If you think that, I'll I'll definitely take the bet. I'll bet that we won't go up in automatics, um, and that'll lead me to what I think. So I think we'll get seven points, and I think we'll miss out by like a point on automatics because that would be the very rapid City thing to do. <laughs> Um and then I feel like we'll win it playoffs. I don't care who we play, I think we'll beat anybody. Um good following, good support. Our away support this season's been really good at times and I feel like we can really get behind them. So I feel like we're gonna do it.
4: You know, you know, the thought I had the other day is um and I appreciate it's a negative one, so before you shoot me down in flames. Shock. Um we we lost away at Swindon and that gifted Orient promotion, didn't it?
2: Yep.
4: Yeah. We play away at Northampton, and the last thing I want to do is to gift them promotion as well. Mm. Hopefully. So, it's I hope they, like I said earlier, a couple of minutes ago, you'd just love to turn up and spoil somebody's promotion party and uh, make life for us a little bit easier. So, everything to play for. Do you, know why,
5: do you know why I want to spoil their promotion party on Saturday? Because I'm at the start of the season, I put a bet on Burnley, Ipswich, Northampton and Wrexham to go up for 1,800 quid. Uh, I cashed it out, pissed off on Boxing Day for 400, thinking it was my Saturday bet. And it looks like it's all about to come in. So, oh, no. <laughs> I, I could do with Northampton dropping into the playoffs and uh, fluffing the lines, to be honest. Um, <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I uh, think they will. I think Northampton will blob. I genuinely do. I think that I think they need a point, don't they? From two, but they could easily lose two. I, I don't even know who they play on last day, but if we beat them, they'll be they'll be absolutely panicking.
4: I, I think, think they're, they're a,
6: away at Tranmere. Oh, Tranmere are absolutely awful this year, aren't they? They are, but I mean, they've
5: turned up have a couple of decent results here and there, though, don't they? They're, they're, yeah. They've been a bit Maybe. of a strange
2: team. The, the one other day, did they, they beat Stevenage the other day? so i watched that efl show and i'm sure the beats and are a bit like wow i would have done that but anybody could beat anybody carter so i guess it's just how it happens but right i'm going to call it there because i could speak to you gents all night but we best probably call it a do and get, let you get back to your uh, your personal lives so thank you very much for coming on gents and uh, definitely welcome again if you fancy it uh, thanks for those that got involved on uh, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. I know I've not read a lot of the stuff out, but we've just been sort of speaking and it's it's hard to to look over there uh, barring your comments, Stephen. Uh, but yeah, thank you as always. Um, let's sit, see what happens on Saturday and we'll probably try and do another one maybe next week, probably after the crew game. I'm a bit busy next week, but we'll try and do one leading up to the, the last game of the season. But yeah, up the fucking chickens. See you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 16-123. 116 That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.